this week we are looking at training for reigning. And I read out of a scripture yesterday in Romans chapter 5 from verse 17 onwards. I just want to read verse 17 again for us as a reminder this morning. It says, For if by the transgression of the one, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. So there is this contrast that death reigns through Adam. Death reigns through the flesh, through trying to just get things done in your own strength. But he's saying that the way that I can reign is through the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. So he's saying here that when I get connected to grace, which is not only unmerited favor, when I get connected to the fact that God wants me to reign in life through his ability and then the gift of righteousness, which is connected to your identity, where I'm reigning not to try and prove myself, I'm reigning because I know who God has made me to be, the righteousness of God, somebody who's more than a conqueror. When I actually place faith in the finished work of Jesus, that I no longer need to prove myself to anybody, that now I can work from a place of rest, this is where we need to enter into the battlefield. And the battlefield is a battlefield that is going on in my mind and in my heart. The Bible says that we need to labor to enter into rest. Listen to this in Hebrews chapter 4, 11. It says, let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. In the Amplified, it says, let us therefore be zealous and exert ourselves and strive diligently to enter that rest. Now notice the paradox here. He's saying that we need to be working hard to do what? To enter into rest. This is the battle. The battle is often we are reactive when it comes to challenges in life. And here he's saying, no, the first battle that we need to fight, we need to exert ourselves, we need to be striving diligently, we need to be zealous in exerting ourselves to first and foremost enter into rest. He goes on here, enter the rest of God to know and experience it for ourselves that no one may fall or perish by the same kind of unbelief and disobedience into which those in the wilderness fell. So he's saying here that those who were in the wilderness, they had a promise from God, but they didn't believe it. <clears throat> and they didn't enter into the promised land because they refused to first and foremost believe God and his promises. See, one of the first ways to, to reign in life is to enter into this fact of my identity is righteous. And secondly, into the ability of God and then be diligent to stay in the place of rest. And then from the place of rest, I can fight my battles and fight the evil one. In James 4, 7, in the Amplified, it says, So submit to the authority of God first and foremost. Resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. I like in the Message Bible, and I'll close with this. It says, So let God work his will in you. So what is his will? That you reign in life through the abundance of grace and gift of righteousness. Then he goes on. Yell a loud no to the devil and watch him make himself scarce. Say a quiet yes to God and he'll be there in no time. Quit dabbling in sin. Purify your inner life. Quit playing the field. Hit bottom and cry your eyes out. The fun and games are over. Get serious, really serious. Get down on your knees before the master. It's the only way you'll get on your feet. So to, drain, drain, to reign in life, to train to reign in life, is to remember your identity first and foremost. And then enter into the finished work of Jesus by believing his promises and resisting the devil. Always remember, you are highly favored and deeply loved of God.